0: Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs took the practice field early Tuesday morning to try to dodge some of this crazy Kansas City heat. We heard from Chiefs Offensive Coordinator Matt Nagy, as well as Defensive Coordinator Steve Spagnolo, running back Isaiah Pacheco, defensive end Mike Dana, and running back LaMichael Pirine. We'll go in that order, starting with Matt Nagy, followed by Steve Spagnuolo. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Isaiah Pacheco, Mike Dana, and LaMichael Pirine. Here's the Chiefs offensive coordinator.
1: How are you? Go ahead.
2: It's clear that
1: starting to get some more
3: opportunities. What strides have you seen him
1: take that made him earn those? Yeah, you know what? For me, it's been really neat watching him grow uh, coming in last year, not knowing him, and just seeing um, – where he's been as a, as a player, as a person learning this offense has certainly helped um, being in that room with Pat. So now, I mean, the, the off season, the, the preseason games, it's all about opportunities. And, um, you know, coach has a, a a great way of just going through, um, those type of battles at all positions. And I think, you, you know, the, the the competition brings out the best in everybody. And you see that with Shane, he gets a chance last week to do that and goes in and plays well. And you love be, being able to see guys have success when they behind the scenes, they put in all this work and they do all this stuff behind the scenes and practice all last couple of years. And now to get an opportunity, he's played well.
4: Coach, who's your fastest wide receiver?
1: Wow, put me on the spot. Uh,
4: we used to always talk about Tyreek and Nicole. Yeah. So now we have a group. We've seen some speed in the preseason. Who's so the
1: fastest? Well, I can tell you who's going to say he's the fastest. MVS. Um, okay. he's gonna say that I know that for sure but there's probably about two or three other guys in there that are gonna be right there with him so um, I don't know football fast versus the the clock fast at the combine on the track et cetera. but we I think we have some good speed out there that can take the top off it can affect defensive coverages with the, the different types of cover two and cover four. shell they want to play and um, you know Tyreek, you just mentioned Tyreek. I mean, that's a that's another level of speed that the, this league really doesn't have. Um, some guys may say that, but Tyreek's different level. So we, we we really like the the guys we have and the speed we have.
5: Matt, in terms of getting him ready for the Lions game and the rest of the games, uh, is it important to you that Pacheco play uh, uh, against Cleveland on
1: Saturday? Yeah, I I think um, you know in the end, uh, when when Coach gets together with us and talks through all the. Depth chart stuff and who's playing, who's not playing, who's doing this, who's doing that. Um, I think the guys would tell you, Pacheco would probably tell you, yeah, it's important to get hit a few times. Um, And so, but there's always the, you want to make sure that, um, you know, for him not being hit yet in practice. Uh, per se and going in there for the first time I think I mean we all we've all seen him get hit pretty good I think he can handle several hits so whatever coach ends up doing um, it doesn't affect him really either way for for week one but I I always think it's good to get a couple hits in early before you get to the season. Mm -hmm.
5: Prince is a guy who at times during camp when those days Clyde was out he's running with the ones and And now it looks like he's kind of at the bottom of Something happened with him, something
1: you saw or didn't see with him? No, nothing's happened. I think early on um, you want to be able to see, um, especially in OTAs, you get guys that come in and there's no pads and it's more passing, so you want to be able to see what can you do in the pass game. And now, naturally, you get back into um, whether it's the start of training camp till now, You let there's movement throughout. There's different guys in all different positions that – um, get opportunities. And as a rookie, you know the volume starts to hit you a little bit um, and it can slow you down. And I think for him, that's not the case as much as it is just the fact that we have a, a great room of running backs. There's great competition and we're trying to give all the guys opportunity um, in, different, in different spots, which Daneric's doing a really good job of learning this offense and um, just continuing to grow. Um, you know, for, for me and my position, I look at those guys and, and, we look at them that they're all talented in different ways. And, you know, coach Reed and, um, and Brett will get together and talk through every week, whether it's, you know, five, six, seven guys and whatever it is, that's what we roll with. So, um, that's how our wide, rec- our wide receiver coaches are myself, et cetera. Those guys, um, that is a very competitive room with a lot of different types of talent. So whatever they end up telling us we have on that particular Sunday, we'll roll with. Just to follow up on that, like running backs will say that hey, the more carries they get, they feel like mm-hmm. you know, they get to a rhythm. I just wondered if you thought that was the same for wide receivers. So Some guys, they want the football early, gets them going. You know, you get a couple catches. Um, but I think the receiver position's maybe a little bit different. Uh in, in some ways, running back, they just want the ball. They want to get hit. They want to get their legs going, get protection going. Wide receiver-wise, they don't care. I mean, there's there's so many times where a guy doesn't get recognized, but he does such a great job of clearing a guy out on a post route, opening up a deep cross. Um, and so if you're doing that on tape, you might not have a catch, but you're getting recognized in meetings. And so whatever it is, if you're helping the team win, we want you on the team. Speaking
5: of that sort of rule, what, what do you see from Justin Watson?
1: same same thing that we've seen since the day he's gotten here this guy here last year uh somebody that knows where to be at every play uh is always gonna he's gonna play fast um he's in the right spots at the right time and and so now again for him it's just a matter of um continuing to grow with the timing with pat certain routes making sure that pat and him are seeing things the same way and again all of those guys are a little bit different and i think that's what makes that room so special is they're not all the same they're all very different and he brings a great element of speed knowledge and experience to our offense it seems
3: like you guys have some tough decisions to make wide receivers five through eight Mm -hmm. how do you wrap your head around that and what
1: role will you play in that process with brett mandy yeah i'll i'll give um my honest opinion on all those guys when the time comes i think it's been uh, a really good camp for those guys, or some guys that have come in and and shown that they've been able to um, uh, take the playbook on right away, not make the same mistakes twice. And that's one of the things that I mentioned before is we look for that. Like who who keeps making the same mistakes? Um, who who has the ability? To, you know, do you see a ceiling with them with where they're at talent wise, or do they have the ability to grow and develop? But one thing they've certainly done, and that's a credit to Coach and, and Veach, is is brought in a lot of really good guys that. In the end, I wish everybody can make this team. I, I, you do, and that's your goal as a coach: is to develop them so that if they don't make this team, it's a small fraternity, and they're able to go somewhere and, and help somebody else out and be thankful for their opportunity here. A couple
5: of more- Michael P. ran right around last year, mm-hmm. in, you know, Best what have you learned about him? What has kind of shown out this year during
1: training camp? Well. You know, you look at him last week, and he had some nice little runs in there where you saw some smooth transition after he got the football. Um, caught your eye a little bit, and he's somewhat of a quiet kid uh, in the meetings and when he's out there at practice. But again, somebody that's does what he's supposed to do, and he's very coachable. Um, probably more than anything is just again opportunities growing. The facet of running back is everyone thinks are running the football, but you got to be able to protect. Um, in this offense, you got to be able to catch the football as well. And so running the football is very important, and when you can do all three of those, it's going to give you a great chance to, to make the team and succeed. And um, he's done a really good job so far.
3: Last one. As you guys start to zero in on preparation for the opener on September 7th, are you preparing as if Kadarius Tony will be available, or do you have a contingency?
1: uh you always have contingencies for so many different situations i mean even just as you talked about numbers of wide receivers but um we we want to be able to prepare but we just listen to whatever you know rick burkholder coach reed veach say we have a plan for that and then um you have to have a, a plan in many different ways so that you don't get caught either way you know what i mean what well, so hey he's 100 percent full go let's go we have that plan um, he's not ready. Okay, we got that contingency plan. But whatever they tell us, we roll with. And um, that's a part of Coach Reed and the, the staff that we have of just trying to make sure that we don't get caught off guard. And I know Kadarius is working his tail off to get back. And that, in, the, in the big picture, that's what matters most. Thanks,
6: everybody. Thanks All right. Thanks yep, you. see you. What's today? Today's a work day, right? Is yes, it, is. <laughs> All right, it was nice and toasty out there. It was good to get outside and get on the grass, because uh, you guys know yesterday we were indoors. But with that, I'll just open it up. What have you lately from tomorrow? Yeah, listen, um, we're kind of force feeding him a lot of things. You probably noticed um, he's in a lot of spots there. He, he has kind of earned it and deserved it, the way he's played in training camp. I think the, the veterans have some confidence in him. You know, we'll see how it progresses. You've got trying to get some other guys healthy. And back, and then we'll see where all the moving parts go. But for right now, um, listen—he's played safety, he's played some nickel, he's played some dime, um, and that's that's good to see for a young guy. You know, oh, literally. I don't, I don't yeah, not not typically. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, going back to even when Trent um, a year ago, we, we didn't play him at nickel right away because he wanted to kind of get settled. and he got hurt and he came back and. But he didn't get force fed it. LJ, I'm trying to remember LJ's first year. You know, if I remember correctly, he played corner. He got hurt too. And when he came back, we put him at nickel. Um, so he's been the one, Chamari's probably been the one guy. Honey badger did it when we first got here, but he was a veteran, you know, he played them all. But it's 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 a it's a real impressive thing for him to, you know, to have the confidence in people that he could play in a bunch of different positions. Coach
3: Meredith mentioned that you guys are trying and-
6: Where do you yeah, I don't know that it, I'm not, it goes like that, you know, it seems it went like that today, you know, play by play. Um, but that's kind of been their MO. I mean, the two of them kind of battled back all last year and we rotated them in some, we may still do the same thing. We'll see once we get to, you know, the 53 and know who we have and who's healthy, hopefully get through this game healthy and then try to put it together for something against the tree. Coach, what do you
4: expect? Um, or what do you want to see this? Weekend when you have
6: your final game, yeah. and then the cuts are different. It's just one big slice. So what is it you want to <laughs> a see? A big cuts. What? Well, listen, I'm I'm hopeful for all of the guys. The guys that we, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the guys that we don't keep, that play well enough that something happens for them later on uh, down the road. I mean, this is a real business. It's 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 real life for these guys, and it's a job, right? Nobody likes to lose their job. So hopefully. The guys that don't make it because you can't keep everybody have an opportunity somewhere else. That's always the hope because um, we got some really good guys here uh, and some good football players that maybe just numbers wise, we can't keep, and, you know, for the guys that are going to be here. Number one, be healthy. Number two, do the fundamental things right. we got to continue to do that. I think the tackling has been okay. You know, I'd like things to get faster and more violent as we get closer to a real game. I, we got a heck of a challenge coming in here. September 7th. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we need to be ready for that, so we'll use this game to get ready for that that opener.
5: What's the conversation like as far as you know between you and, and Colin, Andy and Brett when you've got the defensive line group that's got so many questions? Right? Yeah. Like, since Chris isn't here. You know, Turk is still getting back. That's one of the guys banging up this hmm. season. Is that is that one of the tougher groups to figure
6: out? right Yeah, now? it is because you have a, you're always looking for continuity, right? And um, Continuity comes with reps and being around each other and together and we haven't had that a lot of moving pieces right now. But, you know, and sometimes I, we've talked about this before. Sometimes it takes your first quarter of the season to figure out who you are and what you have. Um, now along the way, you, gotta, you hope you're winning games. Um, but it might take us, you know, a little while to figure all that out.
5: is there yeah. a guy from that group that's taken a step that maybe you weren't yeah. expecting possibly from the time camp started?
6: Yeah, I, I honestly can't uh, can't say that. You know, the, Danny Shelton sticks out because I know what he what he did with his weight and how prepared he got himself. So, but that's back at the beginning of training camp. But all those guys have kind of been in there grinding away. Uh, been some good plays and some not so good plays, and somewhere down the road he'll have to make a decision on that crew. What about Felix? Um... Felix is come along well. He got, he, I saw him. Uh, he went back in, but he got dinged something. I'm not sure what happened. We haven't got together with the rips we don't really know on that right now but um i think he's progressed pretty well i mean there was a time there when he had to play a lot of catch up because of all the time he missed in the otas uh i think he got himself caught up still little things you can tell there that um he's not used to or it takes a little bit of thinking and hopefully when the thinking gets less and the fast playing gets more he becomes more of a player for us you mentioned danny what did you see from well, I guess when I was saying that, because I, I, I really can't, all those guys kind of are about right in the middle there. But I did like the fact that uh, Danny's an intelligent football player. He's also a, what you probably don't see is he's also a really good leader. Like he's into everything. Uh, I mean, he'll he'll be over there uh, pushing teammates during special teams when he's not involved in the special team. That's a good quality to have. Uh, loved having him around here last year, even though he was on the um, practice squad. So all those things we like. It's just the. The play's got to show up, and somebody's got to surface for us to decide which way we're going to go. A
2: couple more,
0: I know Sam, Nate, and, okay, four more.
2: I know that Chris is a veteran, he's been here for a long time, but at what point do you
6: start to worry about his preparedness for the season? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Chris is any different than any other player that misses the entire camp and then has to play. It's tough. I mean, you certainly can't expect that particular person, as good as Chris is, to play every down and then you worry about injury, is the body ready. Chris always keeps himself in good shape. Um, but football shape's different. So hopefully we can get him back, right? Um, and then when that happens we just have to figure out how to go about it. Steve, with uh, Malik Herring, you know, how has he maybe gone from getting experience last year to what may be showing his Yeah, so the biggest compliment from Malik is that we do we've done the same thing with him and asking him to play a bunch of different positions. I mean he plays inside uh, and tackle, even on some first and second down plays. He's certainly out there at end, so that's a compliment right there. If you asked him, I don't know if you guys got a chance to talk to him after the game, but he, he, he would have liked to have a couple of plays back because he really had an opportunity to make some big plays for us. But and I think normally he would do that. He was just off a little bit. and So if he can rally this week and make those kind of plays, I think that would be good for him.
3: Does, does Jones' absence change how you approach the 53-man roster construction, maybe having to keep an extra <laughs> interior guy there for the
6: yeah, that'd be a better question for, for Brett um, as they figure out the numbers. I've just got to look at it in terms of who's available for us to play when we get to game day 48. Um, that's probably a better question for Brett.
2: Last one, Tom. It kind of goes along that line, but if Chris isn't here right now, Charles is going to be out for six weeks. Yeah. Do you have, if this is the group of guys you have, minus Chris and Charles, is it? Really Someone else, or
6: you well, the opinion? minus child, the the minus child's part of it, I can honestly say I'm going down that road. <laughs> I'm hopeful on the other one. I mean, hopeful on the on the Chris one. Now, should that not, not be the case, then we basically would be functioning about how we were now, minus minus Charles. enough. You you know? I hope so. Um, it'll have to be, right? It'll have to be. We'll have to find a way to do it. Um, it'd be, you know, when things like this happens, you just you, you kind of. Um, Play it off a little bit as if if we got hurt in the game, you know. Very similar. We have a little bit of advantage of knowing ahead of time, but we'll, we'll stay helpful. Well, those. That it? Okay, great. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the heat. <laughs> what did
2: you feel like to get out there with the you no know, yellow jersey on anymore? You feel like you're
0: back back. I don't feel like I'm back back. Um, just I was back out there when I was at St. Joe's. Uh, I felt like I was uh, comfortable working with the guys, just being able to get uh, as much eyes as I can.
7: Coach hasn't said yet whether you're going to play on Saturday. Are you wanting a few snaps just to get prepared for, obviously, the Lions on September
0: 7th? No, for sure. I'm always ready. Uh, You got to stay ready, so you don't got to get ready. Um, uh, For me, just waiting uh, if my number get called or not. um, I'm going to be prepared, though.
3: Are you glad that they've kind of taken it slow? Do you appreciate that? Because I'm sure you'd have been back going full go earlier but do you appreciate
5: the fact that they've kind of throttled you
0: back? Absolutely. You know, since I wasn't cleared, and I, I couldn't just get out there in the fire. But whatever I could do to maintain that shape and, and, and to keep up to, uh, to tempo, I was going to do it. And coaches allowed me uh, to, to do that, and I'm thankful for them.
3: As you think back in the beginning of the offseason, not be able to participate, how tough was that? Just having to see your guys practicing even like during OTAs and not being able to do that now
0: that you finally can. Um, you know, it's, it's really tough when you, you know you love to compete. Um, for me, I, I love to compete and I love the game, so it was hard watching that. But for the most part, um, just just finding ways to get better, and that was um in the classroom as well. You got
3: you, there were
0: twenty games last
3: year, not counting even the preseason. What did you learn about what it takes to make it through a full NFL season as a running back since you've never played that many games and hadn't ever played this level?
0: Um, I said, what it takes, uh, it takes uh, the the mental toughness and to be able to find a routine to, to maintain uh, the the shape of your body. Um, for me, um, just finding uh, uh, older guys to, to ask them questions, uh, pick their brains about how to take care of their bodies. Um, for me, that's what I love doing because I love talking about uh, the game and taking care of myself. So the guys, they always look out for me and they hook me up with somebody. If it's somebody, if not, uh, just cold tub, hot tub, uh, getting that routine.
3: Isaiah, we'll get P. Ryan in a second here. What have you learned about him as you've gotten to know him? What do you think he brings
0: to the him? Definitely uh, great. Uh, he's a great man, a uh, father, um, you know what I'm saying? So guys got families to feed, so we're leaving it all out there. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Just bringing it to the table day by day, working hard, um, just, just developing. Um, that's all you could do at this uh, this level is get better day by day. And that's what coach is looking for from us.
4: Isaiah, how do you feel that this year you may be better? I mean last year you had that bulldozer mentality, I'm gonna hit anybody who's in my way. But this year, you know, you don't want to get hurt. You're catching the ball more, you're you're a big part of the offense. What do you think this year you you wanna do a little bit elevated from
0: last year? Um, be more flexible. Uh for me, that's uh that's the word I want to use because um, taking care of my body, as I said before, being able to uh, stretch a lot more, uh, just finding ways to, to be looser so I could be more explosive out there.
3: Even though you couldn't get hit and couldn't just pick all the drills, were you able to, do you feel like you were able to, during the last month, get better at pass protection, route running, some of the finer details of the things that, that will still help you come
0: September 7th? Absolutely. Um, just Just day by day, taking it day by day. And then being fully locked in and, and, and willing to do it. I'm willing and, and I love competing. Like I said, so if you love it, you know, it don't get no better than that. What
3: are some of the areas you feel like you made the most growth?
0: Um, being a leader, um, I, I do not I don't be, uh, I'm not the guy that is out there as much as I was, but you know, what I'm saying vocally, I was out there within the camp, but now I'm getting back out there more. So, so vocally, special treatments that you did to try to become more flexible, like
3: yoga? I know you mentioned stretches, but is, is there anything that changed that you're doing now that maybe you weren't doing last year that's different?
0: Um, Like I said before, it's just finding ways to get better. And for me, uh, just working with a stretch massage therapist and you know, allowing them to tell me this muscle was a little tighter than this one, just finding those little muscles that's able to uh, allow me to open up more.
2: You any attention no, Larry. To some of the stuff going on with the running backs, right? You know, contracts. Not Jonathan Taylor's. I just are traded. I know you're new to the league, but is this something that's on your radar about like what the position's getting paid and kind of how it how it's going? No,
0: sir. Um, I don't really worry about that right now. I'm just uh, focusing on my health and being able to uh, help the team uh, be better when it's time for me to uh, get out there on the field. And time is here, and I'm ready to roll.
7: Isaiah, everybody wants to get better year over year, but from your perspective, where do you see Pat getting
0: better? From my perspective, uh, Pat just, you know, the team changes every year. So, you know, you're the guy, you're the guy with the ball in your hands every play. And just being the leader, uh, you got to uh, be a leader. And, you know, like I said, you're the QB, um, and you need guys to follow behind you uh, with, with things he's been doing. And we look up to him. And that's, you know what I'm saying? We, all we know is win, so that's that's what we know. You got drafted. You
2: pretty famously said you were here to take a grown man's job. You've got that job now. You 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 are that grown man. Do you feel like it? I mean, does your mentality change now that spot?
0: Um, I'm just unsatisfied. Uh, I, I find uh, find it to to be uh I find like it's more to be uh, done out there and day by day. Just um, that's how I get better and whatever is next for me to work on tomorrow. I'm gonna figure that out as soon as we get in this meeting. To, to pinpoint that to work on to get better tomorrow. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, thanks, Thank Appreciate you. <laughs> okay, nice now, yeah,
4: what up. about for you? Um, just training camp in St. Joe's over, your final preseason game coming up. When do you kind of elevate, escalate, get ready for the, you know, Detroit on September
8: 7th? Well, each day um, we're working towards Detroit, working towards week one. Uh, we just want to continue stacking days, pushing each other, competing out there. You know, even though camp is over, it still uh, means that we still go hard. We still handle a business out on that field and uh, excited for the upcoming season and, you know, uh, making plays with the team. You us a handful of
3: days uh, up at camp with the calf, I know that cost you
8: some time last year. Just how are you health-wise, how do you feel? Uh, I feel great. I'm 100%, you know, just working back in. Uh, we got a great group of guys uh, ahead of me you know uh so you know it's always next man up in that case but right now i feel great i had great training staff to help me get back and help me with the maintenance so i feel good the last preseason went well so i'm excited about stacking the days
3: Danny Shelton came in you know a little bit a little bit better shape lost a little weight what what have you seen what have you noticed different about his game this year in training camp mm-hmm. as we look forward
8: to Well, Danny Shelton is a crafty vet. You know, he's going a couple years in, and uh, he's a real vet. So, you know, when he comes to camp, he comes ready. You know, he comes in shape. You know, he comes ready to play. You know, uh, run, you know, he's stout. He's a big guy. And even pass, you know, he's a big guy who can move his feet, move his hands. So it's a lot of improvement I've seen from a lot of guys. But uh, he's been working his tail off.
5: Mike, what expectations do you have for yourself just beyond being a better player than you last?
8: Uh, Just constantly raising the bar, man. You know, being able to uh, push my teammates, push myself. You know, uh, it's an important year for all of us. So you know, just um, playing with the guys and you know, uh, just being a good teammate. You know, Uh, obviously you have your your own individual goals and your own team goals, but um, my biggest goal is obviously going back to the Super Bowl. But really, just being a good teammate and pushing this D line. Mike, you guys
2: haven't had Chris around for this entire offseason. You in contact with him at all? Feel like anything
8: good's gonna happen on that? Uh yeah, I talk to Chris um, probably like once every week, but uh, he's a great guy. Uh, got a lot of love from. He's handling his business off the field right now. I'm really just kind of focused on uh, what I got going on, what I can do. Um, but uh, he's in good spirits. Uh, and, you know, hopefully we get something done soon. On the field,
2: though, I mean, he makes it easier for a lot of you guys when you're out there playing. What's the difference? Not, I mean, you haven't played a game yet. With him. Mm-hmm. What's the, What's the difference without having him on
8: that line? Um, you know, obviously, it's a big difference, but you know, like uh, it's always the next man up. You know, you when you, you got to be ready when your number's called, and that's why we're professional athletes. You know, that's why we're out here taking all these reps, and uh, I think that's the biggest thing we can keep doing is just keep on stacking each day, have the next man ready, and you know, uh, keep on rep, uh, the repetition. You know, Mike,
7: you've, uh, you got last year to learn Joe Cohen and how he operates, how he likes to teach certain techniques. From your perspective, what's it like watching him really push Felix, mm-hmm. given that he plays your position
8: and he's a rookie? Uh, I think it's a great thing. You know, Joe's, he's a wizard, man. He knows what he's talking about. You know, he hes he coached tons of great Hall of Famers, great players. So, you know, when you take information from him, you try to be a sponge. Even when he's coaching Felix, I take it in. I sit back and listen. You know, Coach Joe is always throwing gems out there. and. um and him pushing Felix is a great thing you know Felix is responding great he's been improving each day so the coaching is you know soaking in with him so it's exciting to see uh what Felix has been doing and uh we love coach Joe Mike what, can
4: what is, you is your shirt can you share ones, Jim? uh
8: what we is your shirt? so it it's a defensive shirt it stands for we outwork our opponents Wahoop.
4: everybody's got
8: one defensive players yes whoop whoop <laughs> what is one of those so, um, Helps you, or are you are
7: you gonna
8: believe it's gonna help you? Well, I think his uh, his intensity, man. Just you know, the way he coach, the way he you know he go about every day, and how he attack practice. You know that resonates with your players. That make your players wanna play for you more, play for you harder. You know uh, his energy. You know they they say energy is contagious. So. Uh, you see coach at the beginning of practice all riled up yelling, you know, I, I get us pumped up during stretch. So, uh, we always know who got the wagon and who don't. <laughs>
5: opinion, uh, it looks like you're gonna be a, a bigger part of the past rush than maybe you have been in past years. What are your expectations? What do you, what do you think you're capable
8: of in that part of the game? Uh, just, you know, being effective, being disruptive, you know, uh, being a good, being able to coordinate the rush with the rest of the D line. And I think that's a really big thing you know, uh to have a good pass rush, you know, you all gotta be as one, work as a unit. So uh just kinda of continuing to hone in on that during practice and uh figuring out how we all gel together and um uh, we got a bunch of new faces so we're still working towards some things, working through some things. So we're just gelling together and um it's gonna be a good year. was
2: was right
8: yeah. it who does have a
2: wagon right
8: now? So the wagon is really who 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 begins the indie drills and who's going out first and uh, sometimes it's George Kalafakis, uh, it's Derek Nadi, it's uh, it, it's different players every day. Sometimes it's me, Malik Herring, you know, Terrell Wardman, all them guys. Uh,
2: more, the thing is, look at sacks as a measurement. Uh, do you, what do you look at? You got some in-house measurements. Do you look at like PFF scores, any sort of thing you look at to measure yourself. Um,
8: really, I just measure how the um D line play. You know, like like I say, everybody has individual goals. Of course, everybody want to have double-digit sacks and. You know, uh, look at PFFs, but I think it's more effective when the D line as a whole is rushing as one. That's when things really get to gel, and that's when you can start winning your one-on-ones. So, you know, uh, I think I, I look at I just look at how we play as a whole, as a whole, man. Like I said, we got as one, and it's important that we continue to rep uh, rep that. If we don't get a chance talking
2: for a game week, you play your hometown team here.
8: Yes, yes, sir. Uh, what
2: are your memories as a Lions fan growing up? If you were and what's this gonna mean to you? Today? Oh it's a big game. This coming a- down or anything? Yeah, I
8: got a bunch of uh friends and family. Uh, it's a big game, you know. Uh is it I'm excited for, you know, this is like a dream come true. You always, you know, um dream about playing on, you know, Sundays or Thursday night, but um just just uh going against the hometown is a little more sweeter. You know, I'm from Detroit, you know, grew up a Detroit fan base kid, you know, Pistons, Tigers, Lions, Red Wings, all of them teams. So I know they got a crazy fan base themselves, and uh, I've been going back and forth with for my Detroit people, so uh, it's going to be exciting. It's just, I'm they games are they going uh, yeah, to be repping Detroit or the Chiefs? Oh, when they come to Arrowhead, they repping the Chiefs, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you mentioned that it's an important year, you mentioned the goals. This obviously a
5: contract year for you, too.
2: How does that impact your mindset? Is this a of what your goals are how mm-hmm. do you
8: appreciate it? Um. Obviously, there's, there's clearly a different approach for me, but uh, really just honing in each week. You know, not looking down the road, not getting, you know, uh, get too antsy about what's going to happen with that. But you know, I'm just focused on getting better each day. You know, continuing stacking these days. Uh, that's the biggest thing, and uh, I'm excited for the future, man. You want
5: to stay in Kansas City? Sure.
8: Absolutely. And Kansas City's been great to me, my family. I love it. You know, the the city's awesome. You can't go wrong with the barbecue, man. You can't you can't you can't leave that.
4: <laughs>
8: Thank you guys. You must be
3: hungry. So what in your conversations with coaches, I mean, what is it you're still working on as you look toward that roster cut down this week?
7: Um, just to be consistent, I feel like just uh keep coming out and practice, finding little things I can work on. Um, just being sharp and pass pro, I feel like a lot of guys uh, don't realize how valuable that is, you know. Uh, Having a big time quarterback back there, just being able to protect them and stuff like that. So I feel like if I can do that, that'll help me making a making a roster.
3: What's different? You were on the team last year, so most of on the practice squad, but what's different this year? How much more comfortable do you feel in the offense, and and how much more prepared do you be? Do you feel like you're at a challenge for that
7: roster? Um. Well, last year I came in. Um, it was already playoffs and stuff like that. So just learning the roster in and out. Uh, not the or learning the playbook in and out. Uh, I feel like I got a better understanding of it now, uh, as far as just coming in OTAs, having a training camp, um, and that's been a big help. Just uh, having a lot of guys who was here last year helping me with the playbook and, uh, and just learning and, and just uh, just being able to come in and practice it as well. Have you
3: bounced around and been with a couple teams? What would
7: it mean for you to make this particular roster? Um, yeah, last year was a pretty uh pretty crazy year for me, as far as just being on teams. Um, was on the Eagles for a week and then with Miami the rest of the, uh, the week. Uh, the rest of the year, I mean, Um uh, So it was just a, uh, it was just nice to be able to come here uh, at the end of the season, a uh, uh, big time program, uh, big time coaching staff. Uh, so I'm just, you know, just it'll be an honor, pretty much. What was
2: it so like you? coming in? What was it like coming in at the end of the season and being here for that Super
7: Bowl run? Um, just kind of crazy. You no, know, I I didn't think they would do something like that. So my agent, just talking to my agent and stuff like that. He um. Pretty much, he was like, uh, don't sign back with Miami because you got a bit, uh, nice opportunity here. And um, pretty much, that's how I got here. So I've been enjoying it ever since, man. Just uh, taking in everything, um, taking it day by day, just working my tail off.
4: So how do you view this last preseason game? What is important for you to show the coaches?
7: Just what I've been showing them. Just uh, showing them I got that mentality. Um, that I'm going to give it everything I got every single play. So that's all I can keep doing. Given your- November now, Michael. How uh, how different was camp this year for you, and where do you feel like training camp maybe helped you get to where you are now? Um, just coming in, you know, it's my fourth camp, so um, just me, just just getting reps and continuing to get better at every single rep, um, not being satisfied. I feel like a lot of guys get satisfied, but uh, me, I just continue to work and just learn, uh, work my craft, and I just feel like they make a great player. Um.
2: <laughs> Isaiah just basically said kind of the same thing, you know. That even though he's a starter, he feels unsatisfied. Is that kind of a
7: mentality in that group amongst all those guys? Um, I mean, all the guys in our running back room come in, and work every every day. Clyde, Jet, um, D. Prince, um, Pacheco, everybody works, man. Uh, so I just feed off those guys. We feed off each other, and I feel like, man, you continue to do that, man, that'll make a great room. Well, Michael
5: Denny said yesterday he watched the Super Bowl from the stands. Were you the same way last year?
7: No, I wasn't in the stands. I was um, uh, I was on sideline. I'll be on sideline. Yeah. What was the experience like? Um, just um, it was nice, man. That was my first time, you know, being in a Super Bowl. So, uh, just getting there, seeing how they were practicing and just uh, being detailed in the in the craft and how the whole week went was just amazing. So, um, it was pretty cool, man. It was a good opportunity. I can't wait to. I hope I can get a chance to get back.
6: Couple more. All right, we're all good. Let's take you. a so. No Appreciate doubt. It. Yes sir. Thank you.
2: Yes, sir.